Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, brother? Hey, what's happening? What's going on? It's just going to be me and you tonight because uh, Jay Price had to go to the hospital. Her kids had a. Oh, wow. Yeah, they answered her phone earlier and told me she was in the hospital all day. So. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So it's just going to be us two. All right. Well, we can yeah. do it. We can do it. Yeah. yeah, Black Ice was telling me to um have you send a picture. Like how I guess uh, he told me to, to send a picture of him of you to him so he can put your mm-hmm. um picture on the flyer. Now I, I, I would I I, I think me and you gotta talk one on one when we get a chance. I'll tell you what's up with that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. we'll talk. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, because he was telling me, so I guess so he can do the new flyer because we had Dub C's. Uh-huh. He, he was uh, like a host on the show with us, but uh-huh. Uh-huh. he decided not to do it no more. So he got he doing so all up. Yeah, I was like, days. what's going on with Dub? Man, I was like, dang. I see him doing yeah, his did. radio thing, but I don't see, you know, like. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, but that's okay. We on here tonight. Just waiting to see who else gonna uh, chime in. You uh, you shared the uh, you put it on your post. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And I sent it through the inbox to several people. So we'll see what we get. And I'm I'm moving around as we speak, and I gotta take my son to work real quick, or pick him up from work. <laughs> I'm gonna be muting myself. I'm gonna be listening, but I'm gonna be muting myself when I so I, you don't hear all background and stuff. Oh, that's good. I'm doing the same thing, riding around in the car, trying to get back yeah. to the house to get comfortable. So yeah, yeah, we both doing it. But like I said, we are <laughs> <laughs> we are right. here. Yeah. So okay. Is uh, like I said, we just gotta wait for a few people to get in. I ain't even started recording yet. I was kind of wait until we get some more people get in okay. here. You know how it is. Even like them live video, you gotta wait on people <clears throat> to call in or right, right. whatever. So that's all. I'm waiting on. Anyway, how was your day today? It was cool, kind of busy, but it was cool. Went cool. How about you? Mine been busy too today, but I had a excellent day. An excellent cool. day. 
we had a little party for one of our clients at work. And I guess a What's couple the weather of out The weather actually is not bad. It's cold, but not really cold. Uh-huh. It's not. It's really not bad right now. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I ate some food at work today, and it got my stomach hurting. Oh, uh huh. <laughs> I was walking around they, with my supervisor, and I was like, "What's wrong with you?" I said, "Whoever called themselves <laughs> cooking got my stomach hurting." <laughs> wow. <laughs> I did. I said, "Whoever, whoever was cooking got my stomach hurting." Damn, get over. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting up here relaxing. About to drink this dang on uh, Sprite and see if it'll make me feel better. That's right. Mm-hmm. Some cranberry juice, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cranberry juice. Cranberry drink juice. cranberry juice to flush it out. Okay. Need something to flush it out. Hmm. But other than that, we just waiting. We just waiting for a few people to get on. So if you gotta mute yourself or whatever, that's fine. Yeah, I'll be, I'm a, I'm hearing because I got it in my ear, and then um, when I gotta say something, I can just unmute and say whatever and keep it pushing. <laughs> okay. So we got an interesting topic tonight. Yeah. Just pray people probably call in and chime in on it. But you know, we had them late bloomers call in when the show damn near almost over. I want to say something. Brother O probably be calling in in a minute. But I know he's going to want to chime in on the uh, topic. He'll probably be calling in in a minute. He tried to support all the shows. He really does. He tried to support them all. That's good. What on voices behind the pen and strictly he like a resident. I did, some, I did some yeah, I did some research on the topic real quick. I yeah, reached out okay. to some people who I know who are really you know, who studied it and everything. Uh-huh. But just in case I could sound somewhat professional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh-huh. Yeah, hell, it's a real simple topic, shit. It really is. I'm pretty sure all of us don't experience it at some point of our lives. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm almost at my house. I'm about a block away. So I go upstairs and Relax and just wait. That's right. Same with me. 8.07. Because we normally, like, would have this show at 9, like, my time, which would be, like, what, 7 your time? That's the time yeah. we would normally have it. But I'm like, 9 o'clock, that's kind of late. So that's why I just changed it until 8 o'clock. Uh-huh. But I let everybody know that it's 8 o'clock. Because 9 o'clock, to me, that's kind of late. Especially like me, I have to get up early in the morning, so that's why I just changed it to eight, eight to nine for an hour. So we used to be like nine to ten, and then a lot of times 
we'll go over. Because like I said, people will call in at the last minute trying to get mm-hmm. their comments and stuff. You know, we don't want to turn nobody around or, or you know. Right. right. That's all good. What time do you want to start in like a couple of minutes, two minutes? Hello. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. This phone, crazy phone, cut off by itself and came back on. It said now the recording has, I guess the recording started. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that's weird. So we are, if anybody has joined in, you are on the National Four-Time POET Radio. This is Intimate Conversations. This is your girl, Nina Purple, joined on the line tonight by Venom. And we are hey, here to talk about. We are here to have a little intimate conversation with y'all right now. Uh, the topic for tonight is love or lust. Do you know the difference between the two? And he, have you ever mistaken the two before? That's the topic that we're having tonight. So we're asking everybody to call in, join in on the topic. If you like, or you can call in, spit a piece. Either way, intimate conversations. You're having an intimate conversation tonight, however you want to, whatever you want to do, it's fine with us. It's all welcomed on this show. Again, this is Intimate Conversations, and you're joined by Nina Purple and Venom. So, Mr. Venom, what do you think about the topic? What's your take on the topic? You know, it's a very interesting topic, Um, one that gets confused or misconstrued by when people really think of what the two really, they don't really, they exist, but they don't coexist, you know? And um, when you think about lust, think about it like this, lust is selfishly dwelling or fantasizing about sexual activities or even entertaining sexual arousing thoughts with no thoughts of the other person's feelings. So Whoa. if you're lusting after somebody, you don't care about what they feel. You only care about what you can get out of that feeling. But exactly. when you have love, love, that true intimate, that true real love, love is something that when you look at someone with passion for their bodies, or passion for their words, passion for their smile, passion for their look. And this kind, of, this kind of passion is desirable, and that love is something that lasts forever, you know. 
It's something that's that's built on over a, a period of time. It's not something that you just say, oh, I love that person, or I'm in love with him, love at first sight. You can have love at first sight, but you're looking at the beauty of that person but not knowing the heart of that person. That's the difference, you know? So that's something that we can really, you know, touch on tonight and um, to see how those two coexist with each other. And if they do coexist, but one prevails over the other but let's see which one really prevails more mm, I like that I really like that it makes a whole lot of sense mm-hmm. so we have our first caller for tonight we're going to get into see who this is calling on the line with us tonight hold on one second brother right. caller if you hear you unmuted state your name and where you calling from hello caller thank you for joining intimate conversations tonight Hey, Jamie. Jamie! <laughs> I read on Facebook, I thought you wasn't feeling good, but you felt good enough to um, call into your sister's show. Oh, Yeah, I took, yeah, I'm on like 800 milligrams of ibuprofen. The swelling went down, Ooh. so that's good, because I'm like, I didn't okay. want to have to take another day of work. But yeah, they, they did a lot of dental work, and my gums was like three times the size on one side. I thought they left something in there. I'm like, did y'all take everything out? And she was like, no, oh. we got everything. Those are gone. I'm like, for real? Like, you feel like, mm-hmm. like they left like a rubber type thing. I'm like, this is my gums. Jesus. But yeah, I was in that chair for like almost two hours. I'm like, it's been two hours. Like, I was just, I just closed my eyes and was just praying for it to be over. But, you know, it needed to be done. So I'm just like, yeah, I just want to, you know. Yeah, for now, I got to go back in, like, a couple of weeks uh, uh, so they can, like, put the um, the crowns on. Right now, I just got, like, a temporary uh, filling thing, and then they had to take out the temporary fillings and put in the permanent ones on, like, other teeth. So, yeah. <clears throat> and I'm like, I'm glad I took a half a day because I couldn't, I wasn't going to make it back to work. <laughs> I did not want to go back feeling like that. So, yeah, I just came home, took some ibuprofen, and just laid down, and then slowly but surely the pain started to go away and the swelling went down. So I'm like, okay, cool. I can work with this. Yeah. Well, you called in tonight. That's cool. So, um, yeah, I was shocked to see it. I'm like, I didn't know you you did one like um, on that time, just on Wednesday. Uh uh. Oh, okay. We got to show all I didn't know that because our show was about to text you like, dang, I, I feel like singing tonight. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. And then I saw your post. I was like, ooh, okay. I'm like, let me see if I can call in tonight. Yeah. What we do is, um, hold on a second. Got a piece of popcorn on my teeth. Hold on. <laughs> what we do is every Monday, <laughs> every Monday we do Voices Behind the Pen. Okay, we don't. Uh, mm-hmm. Every Tuesday, Black Iceland do the Truth Bible Hour. Every mm-hmm. first and third Wednesday, we do strictly for the wordsmith. The third, okay. no, the fourth Wednesday of the month, we do Kingdom Business, which we did yesterday. And then the fourth Thursday of the month, we do this, which is Intimate Conversations. And then uh, every second Saturday of the month, we do the Domestic Violence Bullying Show. And then Sundays, we do 
uh, we do uh, Underground Power Hour, what you called in before. So yeah, so that's all the shows I do. So just imagine I got to try to, when it's, the, when it's a day of the week, I'm like, okay, now what day of the week is this so I, so I don't miss a show? Because <laughs> I do so many of them, yeah. I got to make sure I don't miss none of them. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did you hear yeah, the topic that we're talking about tonight? Is it love versus lust? Or like do you know the difference? Mm-hmm. Like love that? versus lust, yep. And have you yeah. have you ever like mistaken the difference between the two? <sighs> A little bit, but I deep down I knew better. But I was just I guess wanted to pretend like I didn't know the difference just to say that I had a relationship, so to speak, or because I wanted it to be love. Even though, like, mm-hmm. deep down, I knew that it wasn't because, you know, they weren't really treating me right from the beginning. But I let a lot of stuff slide all for the sake of being in a relationship or to say that, you know what I mean? Because I didn't want to be by mm-hmm. myself. So so I let a lot of stuff slide. So I try not to beat myself up about it. I'm like, I was in my 20s. I didn't, I knew better. So I can't say that I didn't know better. So I'm just like, ain't no excuse, really. I just, you know. But as I've gotten older, I've learned to be more vocal and to speak up when I'm not happy about something, when I don't agree with something, instead of just not saying anything because I feel like he's going to think that I'm nagging or just, you know what I'm saying, like nitpicking or whatever. So mm-hmm. I've learned to, and even now I'm at a point now I tell him up front, like this is what I'm looking for, this is what I expect. I know I don't want no no friends with it. I don't want that. I tried that once, that ain't for me. I can't do that, and I don't even like the idea of sharing my personal partner with nine other people. I'm not okay with that, no. I, I can't. I want somebody that's going to be committed to me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you know, and that's because that's what a lot of people do, just as for the sake to say that they're with somebody. They do. They, you know, accept all type of bull crap, and they, you know... Yeah. And that actually kind of ties into lust. It's like they're not really attracted to you. They're just attracted to what you can offer, you know, what you can offer them mm-hmm. for, like, gratification. It ain't even mm-hmm. really, you know, yeah, that's not love. It's just lusting after your flesh or your money or whatever, you know. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of lust, a lot, a lot of lust. You see it all day long, girls setting thirst traps because, you know, they lust in, you know, looking for attention, so to speak, and it's just like, and you know, like, you know, they like the attention, and I, I don't understand when they be complaining. Like, you put that half-naked picture or butt-naked picture, you, you knew what was going to happen. You're not stupid. Yeah, um, exactly. But that's that's what it seems to be now. It's just lust. I was really laughing at that. That's, that was funny, though. You you right on what you just said about the half-naked. <laughs> they don't even have to be half now. Nowadays, they don't. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> this should even look Real. like you might be showing some skin. You saying like, man, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they bold with it too. Like these, I man, I can't tell you how many pictures of dudes privates. I'm like, why are you? Like, I didn't ask for this. Ain't <laughs> even suggesting that I would, like I know what they look like. Like what? Listen, if I want to see one, I got a couple exes that I can call that will gladly pull up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't, yeah. This like, but this is, I guess, this is the maiden call for this generation. 
now, and even the older guys have gotten in. That's what's so weird. I'm like, you older. You should know better. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But they, they, I guess they're trying to stay, you know, in the loop or relevant, so they do what the young people do. I was like, oh, I'm so disgusted with this generation. <laughs> Oh, get it. Let me see. Well, why she looking at why why she looking up for hers? Another thing too, when you got people that, uh, if if you if you're in love with somebody, have you ever seen a couple that's been married for decades, and mm-hmm. they say, man, they they've been married so long they look like each other. Oh, I, mm-hmm. man, been married yeah, so I I I. They, you I know, hear that a lot about my parents. Yeah. They think they're brother and sister. I was like, <laughs> right. You know, yeah. yeah, or you, you know, they say, um, yeah, they, they, they've been together so long, they finish each other's sentences, you know, or they yeah. want to finish it or begin the sentence. And, you know, so that's when you yeah. know that they have been connected long enough to where they're in sync with one another, you know? Yeah. And they also. So yeah. long, that also um, like happens if you constantly, like if you're around somebody, you know, you start to pick up their habits or what have you. So I, right. you know, it ain't. I guess there's like different levels of like love. You know, it ain't so much about romantic sense of love. But you, see, know, around, you know, like a, a sibling yeah. or something or a friend. So you know, if you're around somebody, and you paying attention. Yeah, you eventually start to I guess subconsciously pick up their habits or whatever. You like, Ooh, yeah, mm-hmm. I noticed that too. And see, and, and see. The reason I said that, that would take the lust out of the equation because the, uh, everything I just said, you can't have lust as a part of it. See what I'm saying? Nowhere right. is lust a and part of all that, of that I just mentioned. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking for. But it's like nobody wants to, you know, try to get to know a person because they want to smash first. And I've actually had a couple guys say, well, we got to do it first because I, I want to know what I'm committing to. I'll be like, what? Well, that's it, and then that that goes to another aspect of chastity, chastity. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. what happened is well, there's a lot of people who, um, when they are um, looking for a female or a male, mm-hmm. they they want to sample the goods before whatever. You know, especially if you're a younger person. You know, mm-hmm. so when you were young and you have that inexperience, anything could happen to you while you're young, you know? Mm. So it's just a matter of, uh, uh, how can I put it? It's a matter of moral, more, to be morally clean, first right. of all. And then, I mean, because even in the Bible, that's the first thing you talk about. You should be morally clean towards your God, you know, first and foremost, plus next to the to your person that you're dealing with you know and if they really love you you know what's wrong with being a virgin and waiting for a while you know what's wrong with getting to know your mate you know there's nothing wrong with it because if you find that real love 
Yeah. Right. But it's like nobody's looking for love. They just want that instant gratification until the next thing comes. They want, that's, they want that's, the 15, 15 seconds of thing to be up in that thing. That's what they want, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I saw it. That's the point in me. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, it's alive, okay? <laughs> you know, but I'm just saying, okay. you know, honestly, to go, yeah, to go you know, into but a we, we know, it's going to be good. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it. I'm like, oh, okay. We, uh, we have another caller on the line, guys. So um, while we uh, ramble on, let's do the other caller. Okay. Hold on one second. Mute our phones, uh, Jamie and Josie. Hold on one second. Okay. Paula, if you hear you are unmuted, state your name and where you calling from. Hey, family. Hey, family. How y'all doing? This is Ozzy, the pulmonologist. Paula from Oakland. This is who, baby? The pulmonologist. I know. Yeah. What's up, my brother? What's going hey. on? Hey, hey, my brother, how you doing? What's good, going man. on, man? Oh, man, I can't call it. I can't call it. I'm just sitting here listening to the wisdom tonight. You know, I had to chime in and get my medicine for the week. That's right. That's what's up. Of course, right. of course, of course. So, so what did you think about our topic? I love the topic. I love the topic. It's a, uh, it's a very good topic. Uh, some of the things I agree with, some of the things I kind of got a different opinion on. Um, okay. I, um, so in the love versus lust thing, for example, um, I feel that I feel that they can coexist, but I feel that the love has to come first for it to be, you know, because like lust has gotten this bad rap of being evil, of being, you know, like like it just sits there by itself. I'm in love with my lady. I love my lady. I love how she how she's doing in life. I love how she, how her health is. I love how she eats. I care about everything about my lady, but I also lust after her as well. I lust for my lady because I'm that attracted to her. So I think we're kind of giving lust a bad rap when we're when we're not when when it's. I mean, standing alone, yeah, I w- I could understand. Lust can't always be a good thing when it stands alone. But if there's love, compassion, friendship, and all the things that come with with that agape love, then I don't think there's nothing wrong with having that lust there because I lust after my lady a lot. Okay. But what we're saying in, in this... We, well, we... Okay. The way, the way you define in lust you know, within your mm-hmm. relationship and stuff, that's fine. But what we're saying is yeah. it's a lot of people that are going through what they're going through in their relationship, but at the end of the day, they like confusing love with lust. It's a lot of people going around right. right now that's in relationships that's confusing yeah, love I with agree. love. You don't really, you know, you yeah. don't really love that person. You just lusting after them. Yeah. So you just, right, you just, and that's exactly you know, what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. When it's standalone, when when it's this, their standalone, that's how people get it confused because that's all they have is lust. They don't have all the other elements that equals a healthy relationship. 
So if right. all you're basing it off of, if you just started out having sex before you even established a basis in your relationship, then you're down, you're, you're, you're bound to, 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 to crash. Um, you know, you have to have those other, those other boundaries in place. You have to have those other, other, you have to know that person, you know? So if you start your relationship off in a lustful way, then it's probably once the lust is gone, then the relationship is dead. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, I agree. The range, the range. Yeah, because ain't nothing else there to lust for. <laughs> right, exactly. The, 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 excitement, the excitement is gone. The, the, the it's excitement gone. is gone. Right. Let, let me, let me ask you one question. Let me ask my brother one, one question, because I agree with everything he said, okay? So let me ask you a question. In regards to when you first meet a woman, Mm-hmm. You expect your lady when you first met her. Were you lusting, or did it take time for the love to grow? That's a very good uh-huh. question. That's a very good question. Now, uh-huh. there, I, because here's the thing: me, I make that decision whether I lust, lust after a person within the first before I even decide whether or not I'm going to approach them or I'm going to have, uh, carry a conversation with them if that's, if, if that's what I'm approaching them for. So if we're in a situation, grocery store, a club, church, uh-huh. whatever we uh-huh. are that we meet, if my intentions on approaching her is for us to become something other than just like we have a platonic friendship, then yes, I have to admit, there has to be a little less there for me to even take that extra step. I don't look at a female and say, you know what? I bet her brain is pretty as hell once I get to know her. Or I don't look at a female <laughs> and say, you know, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't do that. I, that's not me. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not, that, that's not the premise I was born. I have to be honest with myself and with, with other people. No, I look at, you know, it's, it may be something, you know, I like the way she, she walks. Oh, my God, look at her right. jeans. Or I have to be honest. I could. It could be the lips. You know, I'm a lip man. I'm, I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just a lip mm-hmm. man. And I feel like, you know, I just love the way she chews that gum or something like that. Now, another thing right, that, right. No, that's and I'm a little, I'm a little like, you know, I'm a little off a little bit. And like women with attitudes, like that, that don't turn me off. For some reason that turns me on. Like I love a woman with a funky ass attitude for some reason. <laughs> I, I don't know why that is. I don't know why that is. I don't. I don't know. I I just think it's a challenge of me breaking it. Cause once you break it, and, you know, I don't. I don't know what it is. They got a funky attitude. That could be something that turns me off. All right. Yeah, somebody got background. Somebody got background. Yeah. But okay, well that, make, that makes sense. That makes sense. You know. Yeah. I actually brought a piece with me. I heard the, when I saw what the title was going to be. I brought a piece with me. Um, it's actually, it's actually, y'all know how I get down. It's, it's a love. It's a piece about straight lusting. There's no love about this piece. It's just, uh, about straight lusting. If y'all want to hear it, get, get, get it going. Y'all already know how I get down. So <laughs> uh, I'm laughing ahead of time. Go ahead on, brother. The floor in the mic is yours. Brace yourself. Brace yourself and get your IDs out and make sure y'all hold it up. <laughs> All right. So last week, I think last time I did what I do, uh, bad imagination, right? Because this one is called a hard day. Uh huh. Right, this is kind of like a story piece. This is like when I this is a, this is a true story, but I kind of embellish it a little bit. So uh, this has to do with me lusting, though. <clears throat> a hard day. 
chased the bear early by a Saturday evening's threat of being boring. After a peaceful night of snoring, I awakened to a warm sun ray, soothing good morning. I returned salutations with a wink and a silent, how's it going, not knowing about my anatomy's plan to send a blood drain from my brain downward in order to stiffen my main vein. What's strange is I run this well oil crane, and I don't recall myself authorizing any type of change. Well, apparently this notice my dick didn't get because it took over with the quickness of some slick shit faster than a crackhead get. I'm sorry? Okay. It took over no, with the quickness on, on some slick shit. All right. It took over with some quickness on some slick shit faster than a crackhead gets paranoid after taking a hit. Now, I'm not completely surprised by this sudden uprise, but the shit kind of got me pissed a little bit because any brother knows an erect dick creates an awkward angle standing in front of the toilet and you try not to miss. A shower followed by a blunt led me to the couch. Nothing on, just my robe, no doubt. Just then, twice the erection comes rudely sticking out. Okay, I think I know what this is about. As an empty agenda suggested, I walk the block like I got a paper route. So I get I get dressed and with my erect in check, I leave the house. Now, the first girl I see don't really appeal to me, but her attention demanding nipples reveals no bra under her blouse getting me even more aroused. But it's fucked up because even though my shirt is untucked, it's not quite enough to cover this brand new erection up. So with it, I'm stuck, stalking the hood like a horny-ass mutt. Plus, this hot Cali weather got all the women dressed like they want to fuck or it might just be my nasty ass hoping they give it up. But my mind is locked on lust, so who knows what's up. All I know is my gut is telling me it's going to be a long day and even a longer night if I don't at least get it sucked. Now, as I ponder the thought of if I want or if I will, my fantasy will become real. I hear hi, and it's Miss Parker waving from her kitchen. Her queen clearly is down there threatening to break the windowsill. But still, not quite what I need, even though she put a strain on me and my Jimmy's understanding is really now demanding that I appease this need to feed on the feminine breed. Now, not two seconds away from the Miss Parker debacle and that visual of her amazing rack, I turn around and see, ooh, God damn, who is that? Miss Charcoal Black. Thick and thick, stick and thick, and even from the front, you can tell that ass was super fat. Me and my dick dabbing each other like finally the perfect catch. So God knows I love when a woman is so dark she looks like a struck match. Looking at her skin, tight skirt, like, mm, she going to get hurt. No lines in her tight clothing, showing no panties or even a thong is on. Okay, this won't take long for me to get that work. Approach debates. Do I approach with slick shit to say or be myself? At first, lusting over the lack of length on her skirt, keeping my erection calm so it won't emerge and reveal this freaky-ass appetite that needs to be curved because when we even met, we ain't even met yet, and I already want to insert in her. But if she becomes alert, I'm going to look like a pervert instead of just a flirt. But her thickness gives her sexual credentials, not afraid to display her temple. So my approach to her was simple. Excuse me, miss, I cherish your outfit on this beautiful day and the way everything just hugs your curves. Usually on days like this, I'm smoking herb, writing smoking word, but I saw you walking, me and your body was dialoguing, and through the talk, I think I heard it say my dinner is served. And I'm, I'm sorry, that dinner would be you. I'm on some freak shit, and she peeped it. No apology needed. She proceeded to tell me about the fact that the reason she dressed like that Guess her mind and my mind was on the same track. She needed her cat attack with no strings attached. And since we both cool with that, let's hit the store grab some magnets, the economy pack. Now we back at my house where we began our games. Another smoke in the shower, I guess the weather was to blame. She washed my body, and I, to her I did the same. As we can no longer sustain, we exit the shower so fast the water's still leaking. She looking in my bedroom like, is that where we freaking? But since sexually I find beds boring, I shook my head like, baby, that bed is only for sleeping. We need elbow room for this jungle-type breeding, meaning all over the house is where, we, where I'm going to do my beating. Just then the microwave started beeping. The baby oil is warm and ready. Only one way to watch an ass shake like jelly, and that's to oil it all up like Keisha and Belly. And we so into it, I don't even trip that we doing the type of shit that got my furniture getting ripped. Then with the motion of her hips and unbelievable grip, she was able to drain the tip to finish me off with a sip. I could only bite my lips thinking before she go, one more time I got a hit. 
went to my playlist, the old one that says, the one that said old school, pulled out Jamie Foxx and played, make it do what it do, peeked over there, my new dark-skinned boo laying there looking like she can be the great-great-granddaughter of Shaka Zulu. Sexy as hell, don't you dare move. We got more to do. Some more of you gave it a scoop like, get ready for round two. That's my piece. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, did you say a strike match? Did you say a strike match? <laughs> I wanted to, you said some bars in there, man. I'm not going to even lie. I wanted to yell out. I wanted to yell out, but I was like, mm, mm. <laughs> I, hey, I salute you, my brother. I salute, man. I, I'm, I'm just, I ain't going to say nothing. I'm going to let the women, y'all, y'all, y'all talk. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> My triple threat. What you think about that piece, girl? Wow. He sounds familiar. I think I've heard him before on uh I think it's Epiphany Radio. What did you say? Yeah, you might have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like that style of I'm like that sounds so I'm like his voice I'm like that's either mouthpiece or that other guy that I hear all the time that I like. Oh yeah, that was that was nice. Mm-hmm. Very vivid. <laughs> nice. Yes, it, yeah. I, it it was. Uh, that was that. Yeah, that was truck match. He said a truck match and Shaka Zulu. I know. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite was walking the block like I got a paper route. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. We all got lines out of that piece. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was hot. That that's was love. really, really hot. That's lust. Thank you. I appreciate uh-huh. that. But that's lust. Like, that's pure lust, standalone lust. And, you know, in other words, you know what I mean? That was. Uh, no, but you're right on that, though. You're right. I'm a serious side. That is lust because. Everything that you pointed you pointed out in that piece really is how lust goes. It's nowhere in there was love mentioned. Nowhere yeah, at in there all. was her heart was her heart given to you and you you given to her heart as you know right. vice versa. I look right at the body. I look right at the body. Yeah, and it was all everything. physical aspect. Right, aspect. exactly. Everything that I saw and everything that I saw that day to me, even though it could have been innocent, right? The woman could have been dressed, could have been dressed for church, but Lust was telling me, "No, she's dressed because she's trying to get fucked tonight." You know what I mean? That's what Lust <laughs> right, right. That, you know what I mean? So that's the difference. That's the difference. Yeah. And you know, Lust, Lust is you know like Lust is without intimacy. Right. Right. You know, I think a lot of people get that confused. A lot of people get that confused. You know. Mm-hmm. I agree. That was a hot piece, man. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. You win. <laughs> you win. <me. laughs> oh, God. Anyway, then. Hey, all I got to say is I am so glad that you are uh, host with us on Wednesdays now because, yes, Lord, we're going to have some fun, baby. We oh, yeah. We're going to We, we, hey. It's a, it's about to go down. It's about to go down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm gonna tell you. 
I'm gonna tell you, Purple. I'm gonna tell you. I'm 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 happy because, hey man, I like I said to get another brother from the West Side, man. I, 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 right. Now you got three of us. You got three of us. You got to You got to deal the triple threat. It's gonna have to right, be right, right. Doctor Love, you can't forget Doctor Love. Yeah, Doctor Love in the house. That's right. <laughs> so, hey. We gonna act a fool, man. We gonna act a fool. We gonna have so much fun. I yeah. cannot wait. Yeah, y'all can really excited about. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. So let me take a station break, guys. You are listening to the four-time national award-winning POET Radio. This is Intimate Conversations. We do this each and every fourth Thursday of the month, man. We kick off the month. Uh man, I mean, in the month with a bang with intimate conversations on this show, we talk about different controversial topics sometimes, but we talk about very inter- interesting uh, topics as well, along with people calling in. Uh, no, since it's intimate conversations, a lot of people like calling in, doing like the uh, you know, um, what am I trying to say? Like intimate poetry or just calling in doing regular piece or whatever it's fine all that's you know welcomed on this show but uh we are joined by venom on the mic tonight we are joined by jamie Bro. we also joined by uh aziz the pulmonologist man we are just having some fun <laughs> on the show i so love that far. i love so that so far so good <laughs> yep uh, thank you so, my brother so we have so, so another caller on, on the top. line, guys. Hold on one second. Right. Let me see who this is. Hold on. Caller, if you hear you're unmuted, state your name and where you're calling from. Thank you. Hello? Hello. Hey. If you hear you're unmuted, state your name and where you're calling from. Maybe they just left me. Maybe they just listened. That was one of y'all to say hello. No. Um, no, I'm sure. Seven oh two. Oh, it's a 702-702-860. Yeah, may, may, maybe they listening. Okay. Uh, so I get to yeah, do my maybe so. so, so, so here, here's the question. Here's the question. It in regards to the to the uh, love versus love. Okay. So. Let me let me ask this question here. What different differentiate What's the difference between lust and love? There you go. Thank you. I can't ever get much. You know, I got too much tongue, so it just comes out. But um, what's the difference between the two? See, we already talked about the sexual aspect of lust and how you can, you know, change it to passion for love, but how do you really distinguish what the, what the two really are? One has the ability to do one thing, and one has the ability to do the other. But which one overpowers the other? A lot of times, to me, I think I have seen lust overpower love on numerous occasions. Me personally. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. 
Okay. So would you say, um, would you say in regard since love, you said lust overpowers love, but in what way? In what way? Okay. Because, I got an example. All right, go ahead. Because, like, a lot of times you can be in a relationship with somebody that's toxic, or you can be in a relationship with somebody that's not good for you. So you can think you are loving on this person or think this person loves you because this person is trying to get everything that they can out of you. So in the process of them trying to get everything out of you, they're telling you all the things that you want to hear. You're pretty, you're beautiful, you this, you that. I love you. Uh Knowing good and well they don't love you. They probably tell you they love you and you say I love you too. And as soon as they get the hell away from you, they're like, man, I got this crazy bitch thinking I love her. You know what I mean? Mm, I don't mm-hmm, really love mm-hmm. her. I'm just I'm just loving what she got, man. I'm trying to get everything I can out of her. And that's what it is. So that a lot of times, you know, now you don't told this girl you love her. So now she thinking you love her. So now she telling you I love you. But in actuality, it's not even really love. It's And sometimes it don't even really be lust. It just be like, like you said in the beginning, Venom, it's lusting is like after like, you know, what can I get mm-hmm. from this person or Something like right, that. Right. So that's why I say sometimes it can overpower love in so many different ways because it's com- it's it's like it's a fake version of love, so it's not really love. So that's why right. I said it. Okay. May I interject? So All right. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I was going to say that I feel like love is basically impulsive. You know what I mean? And and because yeah. of that, I think it definitely. Tends to overpower because love tends to happen over time, while lust seems to be like this impulsive thing, which is why I think a lot of people cheat in relationships. They're like, "Oh, I see something that I want right now," probably because right. I'm not getting it at home. So I feel like lust exactly. is impulsive, and it changes. It, it changes constantly. One minute you might be want this, and then you turn around, "Oh, I want this too." But love tends to happen, I think, after, like, concentrating and over time kind of thing, paying attention mm-hmm. and cultivating, if you will. But love, you ain't got to cultivate that. It's usually already right. ready for the taking. So, you know. And with okay. love, and about here is and lust don't always have to do with sex. Lust has to do with anything that's a person's God. It's anything that a person right. has some type right. of soul. Like for money, you know what I'm saying? Money, power, whatever right. they lust after. Right. It, there's no, there's no loyalty in it. There's no loyalty in it because soon as they're able to get more or better or whatever that thing is they're 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 lusting after, they'll they'll leave love blindly for that. Mm-hmm. At the very least, they'll risk right. love for it. Yeah. I, I can see that. So let me, okay, let me ask you one more, another question. In regards to to love, okay, uh, how do you know if you're not confused about love? How do you know that love is true love? How do you know? With me, mm. it's a feeling that I get that I just cannot explain. It's just like a 
like a feeling of like a, a breath of fresh air almost. You know what I mean? It's one of them uh-huh. like common kind of kind of feelings where you can just sit back and be around that person and just kind of breathe easy, like one of those <sighs> kind of feelings. That's a, that's how it is with me. So that's how I know. Because baby, I don't yeah, okay. well, fake fake hurt love so much to shit. I know that feeling with my eyes closed, but you know. With love, you just, you just know. You just, you just All right. Know. Uh, at that moment, with me, it's like All at right. that moment when you're no longer, well, I don't say you're no longer, but you're you're more concerned about what you can do to make this person happy as opposed to what they can do to make you happy. Right? You still ah, want to be happy. That's good. That's good. Okay. You still want to be happy. Don't get it. Don't don't get it confused. You still want to be happy, but you're willing to put that on the back burner in your thoughts to make sure that that person is happy. You just want to see them okay, whatever aspect mm-hmm. they're in. You care about particular things. I, I was married. I, I, I'm, I'm, I used to be married. I was married. I used to pick mm-hmm. her up from work, and she'd be telling me about what's going on for work, and I used to be like, I don't give up. Uh, I'd be saying it to myself in my head, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I just didn't give a fuck about even hearing her. Now, I'm not saying that I was right or wrong. I'm not saying that was right treatment. But what I'm mm-hmm. saying was I didn't even give a fuck about her day. Versus when I was in love, you having a good day was just as important to me as it was to you. Okay. So let me ask this another question. Does love or lust make a person selfish? Does love or lust make a person selfish? Because you just said you didn't care about what she felt or what she was going through her day, right? Right. So does love make you, was your point that you were being selfish about you or was you was your love interfering with that? Right. Okay. 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 All right. All right. All right. Very good question. So yeah, I would say that I was it was it was it was it was selfishness because I just didn't even care. I only was it was it was only I was only concerned with whatever I had to talk about. That was what what was important to me. You know, okay. so I didn't even, I didn't, Fair I enough. just didn't even care enough about her to even, I mean, the marriage was bullshit. The marriage was bullshit. We, I mean, we both over it. I mean, it was, it was believing each other was the best thing either right. one of us could have done. But, you know, uh, so I just didn't care, like, anything, if it didn't have to do with me. So I guess I would say I was being selfish. Because love is, I mean, when I was in love, I wasn't selfish because it was all about making her happy. Right. You know, and, okay. and, and, I, and, and it wasn't like a stressful thing like, oh, man, let me go home and grab this bitch and take her to the movie. No, it wasn't like that. It was like, do you know I get to spend time with my girl today? I get to go home and pick her up and take her, and we're going out for dinner. Oh, I can't wait to see the look mm-hmm. on her face when I do that. When you get happy about making somebody else happy, to me, that's mm-hmm. love. That's not lust. Okay. 
Let's see what the ladies got to say on that question. What what y'all got to say? I think it's both for both of those, depending on your perspective and your definition of it. For like example, in lusting, when you be a lustful, I feel like yeah, you're being selfish. Why? Because you're only concerned about getting what you want in that moment, or for as long mm-hmm. as you want it, you don't care who you have mm-hmm. to hurt to get it, or you know that whole mm-hmm. you got to step on to get what you think. And like the same thing with like when you're in love or, or for the people that you love, you're selfish in the sense that you want them to yourself. You want to make sure you know. They're taking care mm. of you. You don't want them outsourcing wow. for anything else. You want them to only come to you. You know what I mean? You want to feel like yeah. I provided that to you because I care about you kind of thing. Yeah. That's, you know. Okay. That's, that's good. Purple? Yeah, that's very good. <laughs> Purple? That's, that's very Thank you. Purple, what you got? I think, I think both of them is two because um, like you say, when you lust enough to somebody, the only thing person think about is your damn self anyway. You ain't thinking about nobody else. Then same thing, like I say, if it's if it's real love or fake love shit, it could be you know, you could be selfish right, right. in that way too. And then um, right, you know, I don't see some people that in relationships with people. And shit, they love themselves more than they love the other person and ain't afraid to show it or tell it. So I don't see that mm-hmm. happen too. So, you know, it could be either way to make it, you know, make it selfish. That was but a good question. Now, you got to add another element in there though as well now because it's easier to lust as well, right? It's easier to mm-hmm. lust. And I think one of, one, one of y'all touched on it earlier with the way mm-hmm. uh, even with social media, you know, like it's easy to get in, get in somebody's inbox, jump in somebody's inbox. You know, before, I mean, back you know, when I was coming up, we had to talk on the phone at the house, you know what I mean? And, and you know, have a long phone conversation and then talk up on what you got on. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, yeah, man. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We we used to have to do that. As opposed to right now, it's just like you don't even gotta have a conversation. Like you're seeing women's body or not even women, it's just people's body before you even get a chance to say two words to them. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like when before when you had to you you used to have to have game, in other words. You used to have to have mouthpiece mm-hmm. to get to, to what true. you so what we see now on Facebook and Instagram and all that shit, you used to have to have mouse mouthpiece to even see that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right there now, girl. I, oh, 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 what you work with? Oh, I got a nice little stuff down here. What you work with? Oh, it, I got it, nice, now it's it, like, oh, I just came off your page. You ain't working with shit. Oh, I just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know what that, you know what social media did, not to cut you off, but social media, you know what it did? It took away the imagination theory. Yeah. It took that away. Yeah. Because yeah. just like you said, and I, I, I'm old school. I'm probably older than all right. of you. I'm old school. I, I remember just, like you said, having a phone conversation, and it leads up to talking about yeah. what you're wearing or, or, you know, describe it to me. Let me put that in my head, you know, type of yeah. thought. But now oh, – now these young cats, they ain't gotta go. They take all that out. 
it's always like, oh, you want to see what I got on right now? Lick, click. They send a picture right, right then and there, and, and you seeing it. But now you've seen the goods, and you ain't even working right. for nothing. Yeah. So, and everybody you know, else so is going to continue as you continue what you were saying, man. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. You, you really pretty much think back on what I was trying to say. It's just the convenience that social media has added. You know, it's just that now, but I mean, then again, though, you have to understand who you are, too. So, I mean, if if, that, if you're putting yourself out there like that, I mean, if you want to take that mystery away, I mean, if you go to any of my social media pages, there's not even a picture of me that's so much so with my shirt off. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that's just not how I get down. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with people who do it, but that's just not my thing, right? But so if you choose to do that, okay, and you're fine with that, okay, fine, but don't get upset to where it it doesn't do nothing but induce lust from other people, you know, because you're not giving them a chance to get to know your heart. You're not giving them a chance to get to know your mind. You're not giving them that, 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 that replacement of that long conversation that we used to have back in the day when I was coming up, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we, you know, you used to, you used to have to be on the phone. You used to have to talk up on it. I mean, I used to make sure I drunk me some coffee before I get on the phone. So my voice sound a certain way. And I used to make sure, okay, let me make it. <laughs> <laughs> let me, you know, what I mean, let me make sure the window is open. Come and roll me a little joint. We were smoking zigzags back then. We didn't even have blunts. So I give me smoke me a little zigzag joint or whatever, and blow it out the window so moms can't hear it. Right. I'm gonna turn on the dryer so can't nobody, you know, hear me or whatever. Uh, I, it was a lot of us, so we had to share the phone. Okay, I got to about eight thirty to talk up on something, and yep. then it was like, yep. okay, go. Then you, then you had to use your game, and you know what happened? They made you work for it, and that lust that you had turned in eventually was turning to love. Yeah, it just sometime does. before you yeah. even sometimes yeah, sometime before you even get a chance to smell what is it smell the coochie, right? Mm-hmm. But now right. it's instant. Everything is instant. And I said I was saying earlier, like man, if 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 social media gets scratch or sniff, some of y'all gonna be through. <laughs> because yeah. everything is so mm-hmm. instant. Hey purple, I got I got this too. Um it, uh, between the distinction between the two. Um, love is an intense feeling of affection towards another person. It's also it's profound for caring, and it builds the attraction that forms the emotional attachment. Now, on the flip mm-hmm. side, it says that lust is a strong desire for a sexual nature that is based on the physical attraction of a person. Lust can be transformed into a deep romantic love, but it usually takes a longer period of time. It says two individuals will transform their lust into love when they get to see the whole individual, meaning their strengths as well as their weaknesses, and get past the fact that it's at a fantasy level. You need to get past the fantasy level. See, with lust, it's no fantasy. You're there already seeing the person. You already seen the booty. You know, she just seen the dick print. She, you know, it's, it's like, oh, oh, okay. Well, now I know what I'm going for. And so now right. there is no reason to really hold a meaningful conversation about anything because it's already put in the etch of the mind, the sketch of the mind that it's a physical thing straight off the top. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly, exactly. And, 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 and it which goes back to what we were saying. You know, you, it's something that you have to, I mean, if you expect it to last, you want it to last, then you're going to have to build that up. I mean, regardless of whatever, 
whatever you're using now, whatever, whatever the way you do it, you're going to have to build up to it now. If you want something that lasts, because it's so much easier nowadays to lust than it is to love. It's just, it's just so convenient. It's, it's the most convenient thing I've, I've seen. It's, it's just convenient. It's instant, like a damn scratch off or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, guys. So we got to take a station break right quick. You guys, I've mm-hmm. tuned in to Internet Conversations. This is the National Four Time POET Radio. This is Intimate Conversations, baby. When you call in on this show, you bound to talk about anything. We bound to talk about any type of topic, whether it's controversial or just something that we just thought of off the dome to talk about. You can do intimate mm-hmm. poetry. You can just do regular poetry. Everything is welcome on this show. So this is a show where we try to be intimate, talk about relationships and things like that on this show. So I, I am Nina Purple. You're joined by Venom. We're joined by Aziz, the pulmonologist. We're joined by Jamie. We're just sitting on this on this line, just sitting on here, you know, shooting the bobos <laughs> with each other. So, guys, right, we have right. another caller on the line. Hold on a second. Try to get this person in on the conversation with us. Excuse me. Caller, if you hear you unmuted, state your name and where you calling from. Great evenings of peace, blessings, and love, everyone. This is Titan, the poetic chef, calling from Southern Cali. How y'all doing tonight? My man, Titan. <laughs> going What's on? Up? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Man. I like I like y'all's topic tonight. Another uh, man. I'm catching the good the good uh, topics tonight. I just left the show with a hot topic, and I got into another one. So. That's right. I just thought That's I'd right. see. I just thought I'd see what y'all had going on. So uh, y'all talking about hate? Uh, I mean, not hate, but uh, love and love. Tons of two L's. That's right. Well, That's right. The two L's, man. You know the two so, L's. So what, you know? What's, your, what's your take on the two L's? Uh, let's see. One, one. Let's see. Lust is temporary. <laughs> love is, and love is eternal. So. I mean, everybody. Oh, I, I like that. Mm. Mm. I like that. I like that. Mm. Can you repeat that for me one more time? Yeah, please? say that one more again, brother. All right, all right. What I said was lust is temporary and love is eternal. There it is. There it Damn. Is. Damn. Mm. Have you ever. Have love, you ever mistaken love, the two? Um, no, no. I can honestly say I haven't, because because when you when you know better, you do better. So I I know the definition of the two, and so I do better by by those definitions. So I'm not gonna mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get caught up in um. Yeah, I. That that's just what it is. So can you what? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, um, brother, can you for the for those if, if if there's those of us that are here that don't quite understand what you meant by your first comment about that, could you expand on that a little bit for us? Okay. Okay. So, um, like I said, when you know better, you do better. So, by that token, when you learn what love is and when you learn what lust is you'll never confuse the two because those two will never meet 
anywhere in the spectrum of the lane you're going down. So if you mm. if you want a lustful relationship, that's okay. You go down that avenue, but don't expect any love to stem from it. If you go down the mm. avenue marked love, then don't expect any lustful activity because that's going to conflict where where you're headed. You you don't want you don't want the two to ever meet. Mm-hmm. We I don't know about anybody else. I've seen the movie uh, Friends with Benefits. That that's a perfect example. Now. Oh yeah, their lust, their lust eventually turned into love, but they went through a whole lot of lot of grief and yeah, heartache. They did that going down that That's right. going down that boulevard before they got to where they wound up. And you know, if you state what you want in the beginning, then you can determine whether or not you want it. You know, everybody everybody mm-hmm. thinks short term, but nobody wants to think bigger picture. You think bigger picture, you're going to play. Everything you do from that point on, like a chess match. If I do this, then this is going to happen. If I don't do this, this still may happen. You just got to look at every possible angle, and then you'll know which route you want to go. But you know, lust, lust is not something that 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 I um that I I dabble in at all. So you know, um, I just I just do me. I do what I know is right for me. Because what's right for me may not be right for the next person, but I'm not going to downplay them because of my 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 choices, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's a a lot of truth into what you said about the beginning. You have to you have to be brave enough to state your purpose in the beginning. You have to do right. that. Um, some of us some of us are not are so afraid to state our our position or what we're going into it looking for, that we end up trying to trick that person out of what we want, right? And then when we've tricked that person by masquerading like we're there to love them, knowing damn well we're only there to lust after them or to do lustful things with them, whether we're lusting after their money, their their job, or whatever it is that we're lusting mm-hmm. after. If we haven't stated our, our honest opinion in the beginning, and then what happens is we turn around, and then we wonder why not only we, the person that we spent time tricking, they're not only fucked up, but we end up in a more fucked up situation because we went in with a dishonest intent. And then we sit up there wondering, well, how come this is not working out for me? Because that person came offering one thing. We pretended to accept that thing, masquerading that, we actually acted one specific thing. So that never, there's never a good outcome when that happens. So you right. have to be honest in the beginning, and you, have, and, it, and you have to be brave enough to be honest. And I think we're so scared. We've become accustomed to being so scared of losing what we want that we don't be honest in the beginning because we're afraid that it may not go the way that we want it to. And I took risks like, you know what, I'm going to be honest you got a nice ass. I'm I'm just trying to. And they turn around like, you know what? I'm not looking for no nigga either. What's up? You know what I'm saying? So you never know. <laughs> but you have to be yeah. honest. Regardless, you're being honest, and you're not selling your soul, and you're not tricking that person into something. Right. Be be honest with be honest with the situation. Be honest with the other person. But first and foremost, be honest with yourself. Because if you lie to yourself. Then you you bound to fall for anything. You'll fall for your own lies. 
You know? Right, so, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not believing. Mm-hmm. So, Nina? Purple? Purple? Jeez. I'm on it, y'all. I'm on it. I just had to mute myself right quick. I'm gonna oh, come back in one second. Okay. I'm gonna have to mute myself right quick. Okay. Okay. So, Jamie, let me so ask you a question. Jamie. Okay. Yes. Let me let me ask you this one question. How do you know? Okay. Now, now picture the aspect of what we would, what we discussed at the very beginning. So, mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you this this one question. Um, how do you know if you, now just, we're just talking about Jamie, the person, someone comes to you, maybe they look really nice, you know, handsome, handsome dude. They got a nice demeanor about them. They, they got, seem like they got their head on straight and they approach you, but they give you this look, but they have this look that. You know, maybe it's a, a lustful look in the eye, but how do you distinguish after, how long does it take for you to distinguish if they being real or if they really about lust? If it's something that you would want to pursue or is it something to say, you know what, this is, he's like a, 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 he's a, he's a one hit a quitter type of person. Mm. How do you distinguish. Then I'm going to ask the fellas how would they distinguish the thing. <laughs> okay. Um. Because mm-hmm. they say that women, they say women can tell if they're going to be with a guy within 10 to 15 seconds of ever meeting them. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, so, real t- like, let's be real. Like, I, yeah, I keep always, yeah. like, like, what's his name say? He always said, he said that people try to portray lust as a bad thing. Like, but let's be honest, that's what makes you, you know, ini- want to initiate contact in the first place. So the women lust too, they just don't like to admit it as much as men. We do, whatever. But, okay, you know, that's, you know what I'm saying? Of course, I want to be attracted to the person I'm going to be in love with. This, you know what I'm saying? I'm not like shallow, mm-hmm. I'm look mm-hmm. anything. but there has to be some attraction there, period, for any kind of thing mm-hmm. to spark or start. Um, I feel like the, the way I've learned to like, to, to pose my questions and uh, inquiries or what have you, like after a while, like they can only put on this facade that they've rehearsed, I guess, for so long until eventually they'll start giving me real answers, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So I figure I test, and I, I, hear, I hear what they say, but I also watch actions. Actions speak louder. People say the body mm-hmm. never lies. So I'll pay attention to that as well. And I'm just like, even if I'm just like, eh, I ain't really that, you know, uh, it's it's hard to tell because some people kind of fold faster than others, so it's hard to tell. But I do pay attention and I watch for consistency and persistency and whether or not a person you know does what they say they're gonna do and all of that. So even recently, like this um, this guy I was supposed to be in a relationship with, it was just a lot of inconsistencies, a lot of. Anyway, he claimed to have, mm-hmm. you know, been in love or whatever. But I, I always questioned him about that, and he kind of got – I don't understand why he got so offended, but I'm just like, I felt like I was 
I was logical in my in my concerns and I'm just like, how can you claim to love me but I barely see you? We don't even like when we first met. He would text, you know, if he couldn't talk, he would text. If he couldn't see me, he would at least call. And I'm like, I'm okay with that. I get that you're busy. I get that you got kids to raise. I'm not tripping on that. I'm not a clingy type person. I don't need you up under me, especially like in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Patient. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, you know. I didn't meet his family yet because he just like he didn't want to bring me around his kids until he knew. Fine, I understand that as well. I don't have kids, so I was just like, yeah, whatever. I can go, you know, come and go as I please. He, however, had kids to consider. I get that. I wasn't tripping on that. But after a year, I still ain't met nobody in your family. I see nothing, and nothing is changing. You're getting, like, further and further and harder and harder to reach. I see a problem with that. But then, like, he would get upset. I mean, like, legit mad because he would say that he loved me, and I wouldn't say it back. I'm just like... I thought it was at first because we were vibing. Like, we had a lot of common. We had the same goals, intentions, and we both were looking to settle down or what have you. But I'm just like, I, you're becoming like a familiar stranger to me. It's like, I know you, but I don't feel like I know you. You know what I'm saying? Right, And I'm just right. like, every time I say anything, I try to say it, but without coming off like I'm nagging. But I'm just like, I can't lie to myself. Like, these, this concerns me. Like, how can I connect with you and pick up on your energy and reciprocate that if you're never around? Like, phone calls are right. cool, but that's supposed to be like, if I can't come to you, let me at least call you so I can hear your voice. Or You know what I'm mean? But mm-hmm. we, anytime we made plans, it was always some quote-unquote emergency. It was just always a lot of suspicion to me. So I just kind of started just weaning myself off of that. So I'm just like, let me step back and just let, you know, discernment or intuition get... Whatever it is, eventually it'll come out. Right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so let me uh, let me let me ask Titan the same question because he's in a uh, in a relationship there, my brother. Um, so Titan, uh, how did you how did you know that it was real compared to how did you know that it was lust before you started your relationship? Well, my my relationship started online. It was a, you know, it was a, oh, um, I saw her profile picture, she saw mine, and we kind of just started talking, and it wasn't on anything serious. It was a, like a natural conversation, you know, hi, how you doing? And then further down the line, I learned what her interests were, and learned what I was about, and... Not to sound cliche, but there's levels to this, shit, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. So you know, there's, there's protocol. There's levels. There's things you got to do yeah. before you can move on to the next. So, you know, um, mm. it was a we we went from, you know, commenting on each other's posts. Then it moved to messaging each other in the uh in our messenger then from there it was video chatting from there it was a phone conversation and then there were mm-hmm. talks of meeting one another we live on opposite mm-hmm. ends of the country so you know we talked about it then i started making moves on my end and next thing i next thing we both knew i was on my way out there to see her and to spend time with her and get to know her better and for her to get to know me mm-hmm. better so like I said, it's, 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 levels, it's levels to it. There's methods to the madness, as it were. Okay. So, uh, you know, so let me ask every, everybody's story 
isn't going to wind up the same. It may be happily ever ever after, but it has to go through some things. Everything just ain't right. going to be gold, golden roses and and you know tranquil waters. So you just got to be willing to stick around through all of it to get to where you both want to be. So you know that's just uh, that's just my story. You know. All right, all right, my brother Z. What you think? What you got on that? Well, I mean, my, I agree a lot with um, what the brother was saying. I mean, my take on it is um, you have to, you, I mean, you have to build that. Like, okay, so like she was saying, I'm not, I'm, you have to know, you have to have that, that attraction in the first place to even want to know what a person has to say, right? There has to be some type of attraction, not lusting attraction, but just some type of attraction. Let's say it is a online type situation. The attraction mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily have to be, I saw, I saw her picture and I just love something about the way she looked, right? The attraction could be, oh, she bungee jumps. I like to bungee jump too. I want to try to bungee jump. Right. Mm-hmm. Or the attraction could be, oh, oh, she she likes old school roller skating. I like old school roller skating. Oh, she listens to jazz. I listen to jazz. Right. She likes poetry. Mm-hmm. I like poetry, you know. And so once you start off with a foundation and you build on that minus the lust, I think you have a, a, a way better chance than just building off lust, you know, and. Um, now, let's say it's not online. Let's say you do meet in person, right? There still mm-hmm. has to be some, some type of substance there if you're not, you know, if your antennas are not up for just lust alone. Like the brother was saying, his, he's not the type that's just, his antennas are not up for lust. You know, his antennas is up for substance. And so once you start looking for substance, then I think that will that will minimize the, the, the appetite for lust. However, it is okay, like I said when I first called in, it is okay in my book to lust for somebody that you're in love with. I lust after my end all the time. But lust is not, it is not our foundation. You know, our foundation is making each other better. That's our foundation, mm-hmm. seeing each other do well. But we could be at work and it could be like a text like, oh, you know what I was just thinking about the other night when we mm-hmm. tried that when we were role playing, <laughs> you know, and you had on that police uniform. And, uh, dang, I was just thinking about how good you looked in there. We got to do that this weekend again. Something like that. You know, I, that, mm-hmm. it, that kind of lust is okay, but I think the standalone lust is what dooms relationships because people build relationships on lust. And they shouldn't do that. And a good example of what she was saying, like how at first the dude was all in. He was putting in that effort. He was texting, calling, spending time. And then it starts to dwindle. Love doesn't do that. Love is consistent. You know, love is going to, if, 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 if the calling or texting pattern changes when you're in love, it's going to increase. It's not going to decrease. Because I can't go I don't know, maybe four hours without a, hey, how you doing? Hello. Hi. How's work? Mm-hmm. Backwards or forward. Now, 
when I was in a lustful relationship, it, it was the messages, or if they were messages, they were, uh, what's up, you, uh, you busy tonight? All right, cool. Where you want me there? All right, that. Or, you know, the ever-famous ever famous text, you ain't heard from the person all day? The WYD at 10 o'clock. Yeah. WYD. Uh, nothing chilling for it. WYD back. Okay. Want to smoke? Mm-hmm. All right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then it goes from there. That's, that, 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 mm-hmm. that, those are, that's, the, that's, that's lustful communication. Nothing all day then at what you're doing. Or hey, or whatever the case may be. You know, so that's my take on it. I believe that relationships needs to be protected. Any way, shape, or form, your relationships needs to be protected. Because you can love somebody and you can let outside and like outside entities entities get into your relationship and it can break that love down. And sometimes the people that you yeah. think really loved you, like I mean, just was so gung ho and love over you will break in certain situations. Um, so you have to be careful with your relationship. You have to treat your relationship as if it's fragile, baby, and you got to handle it with care because Man. you cannot post every freaking thing you and your oh girl or you God. and your guy is doing on Facebook. You can't yeah, be putting treat every it. damn picture on Instagram, every dang on video on Snapchat. You can't be all on YouTube. You can't do all of that. Treat Sometimes you have to now. keep it precious. You have to keep it precious. You have yeah. to keep some stuff for yourself. People are Come always putting what they putting on Facebook. And then at the end of the day, you wonder why you're in a relationship and you're feeling all alone. If you're in a relationship and you're feeling alone still, something is wrong with that shit. Or you're in a relationship and you feel like it's like a damn job. So now you got to work hard at it. You know it's like a job. You're going to be temporary. You're going to be laid off. You're going to be fired. Which one are you? You can't be all right. 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 So if, it, if, if something like that is happening to your relationship, then baby, you need, it's not really no damn relationship. That's what you thought was love, but it ain't really love. At all, you know, right. Sometimes, at you know, all. we get that that we get that butterfly jittery feeling in our stomachs when we, you know, in a relationship with somebody and ooh, we so in love. You just courting that person, like the old people say. That's what you're doing. That's some courting yeah, shit. That ain't yeah. no damn relationship. So a lot of times, people gotta understand what type of relationship you're in, and like I said, you gotta protect. That relationship at the end of the day, you got to. You have to protect it. You have to. I mean, in all situations, you got to protect it. You have to. I know people that have been in relationships, like, and they, they, they start posting, you know, all their business on Facebook. And then everybody's so happy for them. Like, ooh, I'm so glad y'all together. I'm so glad this. I'm so glad that. And then, like, in a couple of months later, the shit don't last. And then you're looking like, damn, what happened? 
What happened was, and that Facebook, hey Nina, you want to hear something funny? Get into your relationship, and you let Facebook and social media break your shit apart. And like when you I left, you know, I was telling people that I was getting married. People was like, "Married? We didn't even know you had a boyfriend." I know you didn't know I had a boyfriend because all these years that we've been together, I kept my shit to myself. I protected my relationship because I'm not finna let social media. I'm not finna let no fake phony ass so-called friends or nothing like that get in my ear or try to change what I feel about him or get in his ear and try to feel what he, you know, change what he feel about me. Uh It's not about to happen. Can I give you You know what I mean? Can I give you a real deep can I give you a real deep example on that? A really, really, really deep example on that. And now this ain't even got nothing to do with social media, but it was about it's it's okay. So I do remember when we first met, <clears throat> and uh, I was telling y'all how you know before I changed my life around, whatever you know before I stopped mm-hmm. doing dumb shit, you know how you know I was going back and forth in jail and all that shit or whatever. And so one of these times I was in jail, I was doing time in jail. Um, this is this guy. He was doing just the opposite of what Nina's talking about. This guy was was. You know, always talking about his girl. You know, like you know, when you're in jail, you know, you do it. You know, you might have your girl sending pictures of her, pictures of what y'all when y'all was at, you know, somewhere, went out somewhere, pictures of the kids, pictures of the family. You know, that's what people do. They they talk about, you know, well, just me and my girl. You know, you're in jail. You got to make the best of it. So you know, you tell stories. Hey, when I was out, me and my girl went here, there, or me and my dude, we went and kicked it over here, whatever the case may be. And so there's one guy though he just he was just overboard with it right he got his girl just pictures of her bending over uh mm. i was watching cleavage um uh, my girl got body nigga me and my girl killing everybody bitch nigga this and that you know just running around in jail bragging on his girl uh-huh. or whatever um i mean i'm talking about bragging on her big time or whatever this nigga go to court one day, and I don't know if anybody ever been in jail, but when you go to court, you gone all day. You ain't in court for about five minutes. You you, you probably talk to the judge you gone all day. seconds, mm-hmm. but you gone from like 4.30 in the morning to possibly to 7 or 8 in the evening. In the right? that night. Mm-hmm. So it was his court date. His cellmate goes through his mail because he's showing off his bag. And, and I'll give him his props. She was, she was Instagram model bad. She was bad, right? <laughs> his cellmate goes through his shit, gets his ad- gets the address, pictures, and all that. Now, one thing about us, like I like I like the piece that I write now, but when I was in jail, because your mind is so free, so fresh, so clean, I was in a cell. I wasn't in like your open dorm. We're in a cell. So when you're locked up and you're locked up with your mind, it is the strongest, most powerful thing. I don't give a fuck if you could bitch 500 pounds. Your brain will be the most powerful muscle in your body. Do you understand me? I'm talking about power you didn't even know you had is in your brain when you're just locked away with you and your brain to think, right? So I say that to say this. You can write some of the coldest shit. You can make a woman's world with some of the shit that you could write to her from jail because all you do is have time to think. This brother wrote to his girl one of those cold-ass letters. 
I mean, a cold-ass letter. But what he did was he implemented shit in it. Like, oh, yeah, he be telling me all y'all business. Oh, he told me, y'all, you do this, he, which, and which he was right. You know, he told, he told me this. He told me you like this. And if you was mine, I would not be showing you off. I'd keep you to myself. You know, et cetera, et cetera. I'm paraphrasing, but uh-huh. those are the type of things uh-huh. that he told her. Right? Next thing you know, she writing this nigga. Coming to see this nigga. Why? Uh, because the first nigga mm. that had it is not protecting his relationship. Mm-hmm. He's not protecting his relationship. He's putting everything out there. And just like it's niggas in jail, I mean, and, I mean, you got to understand where you're at. You're in jail, the home of the world's crust, right? The home of the world's throwaways. Also, you're with the most evil mind that there are. People are in jail because of thinking evil, right? So why would you put your queen? on display in front yeah. of all of that, all of that, like that. Yeah. Now, yeah, you, you I know a pretty a, woman, somebody's down for you, you, you know, you're proud of, yeah, you want to show a picture, but I'm not showing, you're not seeing my woman's body. You're not even seeing, you know, like, you're, you're not seeing those type of things. And if you're doing that in, on social media like that, imagine what other motherfuckers are doing. And there's a such thing as inbox, messages, things like that. You know, so that's, you know, that protecting a relationship is really important in all aspects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to, baby, because now in jail, they got access to email, they got access to Facebook, they got access right, to right. It all. Right, right. They didn't trip off that shit. It mm-hmm. all. So yeah, he was do. Um, yeah, man. That so that shows that really wasn't his girl. Because if right. it was, he, he showed well, it. I, I know a situation. situation better. Yeah, I know a situation real similar to that too. My cousin told me, you know, and it it it, it turned violent because a guy that my cousin was cellmates with. The dude was like, you know, he was all proud of his girl. His girl had got a, you know, went to college and graduated. You know, she wasn't Mm -hmm. showing, she wasn't showing her body off like that. She was all about skill, you know, school and everything, you know, and he was, he was proud of his girl, you know, and he he did a dumb thing and got the, you know, got himself locked up. And, uh, but when he would always, you know, he knew his girl was coming to town, you know, coming down to see him mm. in, the, in the joint, he would be all happy. Mm. So his girl right. was sending, you know, pictures and, and showing them all of them. He showing them off to his to a couple of homeboys who he's cool with in prison. Well, it was always one hater who, you know, was a hater. And right. uh, he, he he wind up uh long story short, he wind up um getting out of prison before his home, before the dude did that had the mm. girl and he wind up raping the girl and slitting her throat and killing her. Oh, oh wow. What? Wow. And, yeah. And, um, wow. when he did that, he, he, he said, because he got tired of homeboy always preaching about his girl. So that's what he did. And then he goes hey. back to prison. He go back to prison, you know? So mm. it's like, you know, it's sad. It's a show. It's, it's a show there. Like, it's, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous because that's the wrong place to do it. Like, you like, I mean, 
I mean, there's other situations where you have to protect your relationship, but that's the last. I mean, jail is the last place you want to be doing it. I mean, for some reason, there's a big show there. But another thing yeah. there is there's a desperation. You know, there's people like you may be coming in there doing a year or two or whatever. There's people in there doing 10, 15 years. Right. Yeah. And even though they, they and, and if you're coming in there, you're doing a year or two or whatever, you got family, you got your girl, you got people looking out for you, putting money on your books, coming to visit you or whatever. You got to understand that lifer or that person that's been in there four or five years, that has dwindled for them over the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. in, in the beginning when you first come in there, you got people looking out for you, you know, people coming to the house, checking, hey, mm-hmm. you doing okay? Put the $20 on this book for me. You know what I'm saying? But over the years, that dwindles. Situations change. The people move. People yep. leave. People die. People yep. go to jail themselves. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You lose people along that line. So every person on the outside is precious. Every contact becomes more and more precious. It's not like you break up in a relationship or your girl stops looking out for you. You know what I'm saying? You go out, okay, sure, now I go to the club next week, pull another one, do the same shit. It ain't like that. It, it, there, there, there is none. There is no more. So if you come in there bragging like that, you come in there like, you know, flaunting like that, there's people who yeah. look like, man, I, I'm going to be sitting in here until next, next, next decade. You know, and this nigga, he, you know, he ain't going to be in here for no time or whatever. You know, and they get jealous because it's just a big show. It's just a big show. So, but going back to what the sister said, though, you have to protect yourself at all costs, though. You have to protect your relationship. Social media, on the streets, in person, in jail, wherever you're at, you have to protect your relationship. People use information. They use your information against you. Yeah, they do. That's the story. That's a true story. So you definitely Mm -hmm. have to protect your relationship. Well, guys, this we have had an awesome show. Um, Deep. It's really deep. You know what I mean. So everybody that have tuned in, we do this each and every. Last Thursday of the month, this is uh, Intimate Conversations, man. We we out here talking about the most controversial or the most, you know, interesting topic on this show. You can do erotic poetry or whatever poetry you want to do. This is that type of show. We do, like, very deep, very intimate, you know what I mean? And just mm-hmm. just let it all out. Just leave it all on the line. I'm going to do a love piece, man. I'm going to do a love piece. Y'all about to say, man, I need a piece of my life right about now, man. I need a piece of my life. Somebody I'm still waiting to do my piece. We got conversation. I think I found a piece <laughs> of my life. I've been yeah, go, go right ahead, man. Uh, okay. okay. I call this masterpiece. Okay, here we go. Stretch me across your easel as far as I'll go. Use your hand to smooth me out and secure me before the premiere show. Dust off your inhibition and the tools you'll be working with. Every step in this preparation has its purpose. Relax to heighten your senses during the session so that you can experience your subject without discussion. 
Listen while you touch me so I can guide your hands, then convey through brushstrokes the results of my demands. Be confident in your decision and let it show in your vulnerability. The key is to follow through using all your abilities. Run your fingers through my thoughts from the root to the end, but be careful not to drop the parts of me that's now putty in your hands. Now scatter it across your canvas. Insert the verbs of your imagination as I remind you there's no such thing as limitations. Include the songs I sing for comfort and the insecurities I fight to hide. This time when they're exposed, I want to wear them with pride. Add the colors, the depth, and the frequency of my mind and use your fingertips to establish my new outline. Thank you. I like that. I like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Hmm. I like that. So, so let me ask you, what, 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 uh, <clears throat> what is five? What is five? Well, being a hopeless romantic, I often fantasize what it would be like if I actually found what I was looking for, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, no, um, that, makes, that makes sense. Right, and, and being a, a, an ironic romantic, hopeless romantic, I often get, you know, it would suck sometimes because I'm like a romantic person, a thoughtful, you know, person. like I'm a caterer, if you will, but only if they're acting mm-hmm. right. I'm not rewarding bad behavior, like, no. I'll, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just not, cause, you know, it just reinforces the negative. So, you know, but from time, but like, I like to, you know, I like to cater and all that kind of stuff. I like, you know, that's me. But, you know, I can't find, okay. you know, or find it, because, you know, everybody's so selfish these days and I hate it. And they're just like, you know what? I was going to buy you something, but nah, nah. You know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but I kind of get that way from, from time to time about what, you know, it would be like if I had that or, you know, a desire, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, is mm-hmm. Titan still here? I'm right here. You got you got a piece, my brother? Um, I can, I can stitch y'all something off, off the top if you want, you know. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. You know. Do the oh, West Coast right. proud, man. Do the West Coast proud. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. All right, so uh, here we go. It was in a twinkle of an eye I saw you, and then you became the star in my heavens above. And while I was thinking about the heavens above, I was also thinking about you. I was thinking about everything that we could do, walk hand in hand, and, you know, not come undone like glue, but see, somewhere along the line there was a dissolvent, and that dissolvent ran deep into both of us, and here we are wondering what the other one is thinking, but we refuse to talk to one another and address the issue. So it's with bated breath that I wish I could once again be the lyric to your verse, but right now all I have is the breath hoping for the next, while wishing that we still had the first day and see if it was the first day that I wanted to go back to, it would be that moment where we both said, hey. And it was kind of like that awkward middle school feeling at the school dance where we stood across the room for one another 
and just stared at each other but didn't have a word to say. So while the slow dance continued, we continued to mingle on opposite sides, which kind of brings us back to today. You see, I want us to move closer, but there's still awkward space between us. And there's also those who say that we won't succeed because what they had didn't either. So to all that, I just say come in close. I just want to hold you. I don't even have to lay you down to tell you that. See, I just want you to be there with me in a time where we can appreciate and enjoy one another and never have to make mention of the negative that got us to where we are. So in the end, while everybody else is wishing for happily ever after, I'll just settle for eternal bliss, and that's that peace. Mm. Wow. My brother. Right. My brother. Look, man. Wow. Thank you for that, brother. That, hey, that was real talk right there. That was, that was smooth. Yeah. That was smooth. I love that piece. I love that piece right yeah. there. Yeah. Thank you. That, that was, was that was talking about. That wasn't even written. That wasn't even written. So I, there you go. I understand. Oh, wow. Hey. Wow. <clears throat> I understand. Wow. So, so Nina, Miss Purple, Miss Purple, are you around, Miss Purple? Yes, the hostess with the mostest is here. <laughs> I, I, you almost made me do air air. You see, jiggling baby. Go ahead, baby. She jiggling baby. <laughs> All right. So, 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 uh, Miss Purple. Uh, yes, before sir. Before we close out, man. Before we close out, you want to do a piece? You gonna do one? I got one too. You know, you want me to go and then you go, or you want you want me to go or then you go, or how you want to do it? Uh, you can, uh, you can go. All right, mine, mine, I'm not going to give it to, to them hardcore. Mine, mine is just dealing with love. I guess I'm in a lovey-dovey type of mode here. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I can't give it all yeah. to at one time. Can't beat it up this time. I ain't going to beat it up. <laughs> But next, so next you time, tell me, so you're gonna be passed I'm, I'm coming in with my Tim's on, or on my, on my Converse on, and, 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 and my Jordan, you know, with my basketball. Yeah. Shirt, I'm gonna beat it up. <laughs> That's it. You know, man. But nah, on the real though, I, I appreciate this whole topic on the real because we we gained some uh, some good insight about what's the difference between lust and love and, and how you can really try to find that that difference, that 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 combo plate that you're looking for, you know, in a relationship. Because sometimes relationships are not hard to come by. They can you can get in one and you can get out one just as fast. You know, and uh on the real though, if you get my dad used to always say you find you you have three loves in a life, three. But out of those three, if you're able to keep that one and have a lifetime of love with that one, that's that's a keeper. And uh, 
you know, I always thought about what he meant by that, you know, because I said, man, what, what that means? And it's true because you got all different kind of love at, at, in your life. From the time that you start, you know, hanging out and knowing where the guy and the girl is and what a guy's supposed to do with a girl and you trying to fix your game. And, and as we talked about earlier, the game didn't change a little bit, a whole lot. It used to be where you could sit there on the phone and, 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 and chill and, and, and get your imagination worked up. Now you ain't got to worry about that no more because the imagination is gone and that takes away the theory of the game, you know. But right now, in 2019, we still have an opportunity to teach our young people how to do it the right way, how to really have love and not, you know, they don't have to go into the whole, if you're upset with your lady, what you're supposed to do, and, and the way the world treats you is you're treating it with a fist. You ain't talking out the relationship. You're not talking to get back together. You're not working it out. What you're trying to do is show who's the better man or who, who's in charge, you know. But that's not love. Love endures all things, believes all things, and hopes all things. It endures all things. That's in the Bible, by the way. But <laughs> when you think about it, we we as black people, and it don't matter what race a person is. I'm, I'm just saying black people because just as a general. But as people, we have to know how we can develop a loving relationship with one another and have one that that stands the test of time, you know? Because every relationship, as we just all heard tonight, some done had good ones, some done had a bunch of bad ones, you know? Some done had, uh, uh, are starting out fresh and getting to learn one another. That's good. And I pray for everybody to make sure that they have a relationship that's worth living for and worth worth searching for, you know? And if you can get that and keep it, hey, my hat's off to all of y'all. And uh, I'm going to read this piece called Tender Love that I got. So it says, as I look into your eyes on this night, I'm looking and I see that the moon is glaring and shining bright. You see, we're holding hands and we're talking about our future plans. I slowly kiss your neck, looking for the next effect to what can come next that she smiles at me. You see, I see a soft smile come across her face. I hear soft music playing in the background, expressing the words of the love that we both have found with each other. As each word is spoken, I hand her a rose as a token of our love together. And then she smiles. With the waves crashing against the shore, she makes me adore her even more. And then she smiles because I look at her and then I begin to smile because I say, how can a man like me be given a gift so lovely as she? You see, our connection goes solidly co- together. It's like grapefruit or grape and peanut butter jelly mixed together, butter filling our souls, nurturing ourselves together. You know, I say, I have to say, I have to tell you people that I thank God for her 
because she's given her love to me so tenderly. It makes me wonder the way that I was before I even met her. Has me thanking God for the for her for being even in my presence. Even though we have our ups and downs, I know that reality is so profound. That with you blessing me with your presence, it has met, has made me spell out the essence, meaning that what has God has put together, let no man put apart. See, it's that type of love that has lured me to you, like the lioness to the lion sitting high on Mount Zion. That is why your love means a lot to me. It's not just an afterthought, but it's that deep type of love. You know that deep type of love, people, that kind, that real heartfelt love, the one that a real friendship is made of. It's that real love that God has sent us from above. That was a nice piece, brother. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That was, yeah, that was strong right there, brother. Hey, I appreciate it, John. So I was trying I to... I appreciate John. I was trying to um, find my only piece that I got about love. Huh. I was trying to find it so I can do it, but I can't find it. And so the other piece I was going to do, I really don't feel like doing it. So... I think what I'm going to do is just say thank you, everybody, for calling in today. And, uh, yeah, because it's 9.48, it's almost 10 o'clock. We've been over for a whole hour, almost uh-huh. a whole hour. Yes. Yeah, so hey, we, we had a good topic. We had a good topic. We had a good topic. And you guys <clears throat> have been listening to the um, four-time National Award winner POET Radio. This has been intimate conversations, and God, these conversations have definitely been intimate, been deep, make you think, you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, what we all are saying in so many words is just that, protect your relationship. If it's yours, let it be yours for the keeping, Um, you know, don't let nobody, whether you're male or female, don't let nobody disrespect you, don't let nobody try to uh, break you. Or take your power. If a person can't love you the way that you deserve to be loved or the way that you need to be loved, if a person cannot value you as a person and value your relationship as a whole, then at the end of the day, I say move around and do what you have to do to make you happy um, at the end of the day. And as long as you're happy or as long as you guys are happy, then that's all that matters. So in saying that, I want to thank everybody for calling in tonight. Um, in the words of our dear departed sister, Miss Conception, may she continue to rest in peace. In the words of our dear departed brothers, Zach TV One, may he continue to rest in peace. In the words of my dear departed father, may he continue to rest in peace. And I just want to say peace and love and good night, you guys. All right. Hey. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.